Welcome to the Eat, Slay, Live podcast. And we are the Locksecutioners. We're going to be eating lightning and talking thunder and coming into your ear holes like a bat out of hell. Explain it. Meatloaf, Ross. That was Meatloaf. (laughs) I'm glad you're sitting down once again. (laughs) Once again, Meatloaf has died, Ross. And I don't mean Austin's dog, Meatloaf. I mean Meatloaf the singer has died. I didn't see that. Now, does that when? song? What? What does? Does that song remind you of a place? No, no. It, Fast Eddie's. It's Bonaire song to me. Gotcha. It's, a bon, it's. I mean, it's not Brick House. Or the song Brick House yeah. or Wonderful Tonight. But that that song. I maybe it used to be something they played a lot a long time ago. But that song all the time. The song's like ten minutes long. When when did this happen? Today or yesterday? I don't I know. See that. I've seen a million people posting about it. It's the only reason I, I I was like somebody and somebody said actually someone said it at circuit was it last night? Like, hey, you didn't play any meatloaf songs. He died. And like, I'm just shocked he was still alive. To be honest <laughs> with you. Hey, here's something. I don't I don't know if you know this. Fight Club. You and I love the movie Fight Club. Yep. Meatloaf. Can you picture Meatloaf in your head? You know what he looks <laughs> yeah, like. Even. Yeah. He was in Fight Club. He had a big role in Fight Club. Do you remember Rob? His name was Robert Paulson. His name was Robert Paulson. The the big dude that had the, the bitch tits because yeah, of steroids, and like he pulls he pulls Ed Norton into like his bosom and holds him there <laughs> like at that testicular cancer uh, uh, thing. That is meatloaf. I didn't. As many times that I've watched that movie, I mean, you couldn't tell. Um, no, not at no, all. I couldn't tell not at, at all. all but no, I would just think I would have heard that. Yeah, it's isn't that funny? And I, I actually had forgot about it until things have just been coming up since he died. But yeah, so well. and the bat out of hell. I said we're coming in your ear holes like a bat out of hell. The name of his like best biggest selling album was Bat Out of Hell. So, gotcha. R.I.P. Meatloaf. I was uh, never a Meatloaf <laughs> fan. Nah, um, I, I can't I say that. I, you know, as <laughs> I was going through, I'm like, hey, which Meatloaf song I'm gonna? Who am I gonna play? Because there's that one, that Paradise by the Dashboard Lights, and then there's a I would do anything oh. for love. Yeah. But I won't. Like they all kind of sound the same a little bit. Even the Bad Out of Hell song, they all sound a little bit the same. But anyway, I probably danced 37 times to that song at. Uh, fast eddies and sing along you you've danced 37 times i mean <laughs> at fast eddies it's been a very long time ago i don't know if i've ever danced <laughs> once at fast eddies. In your whole life back in the day man, you know i'm talking man. about the okay. day ross okay. the uh, day if, not yesterday i'll tell you this if it happened i probably didn't remember it the day <laughs> after and it probably definitely didn't happen more than an, a handful of times if it happened well, you danced 37 well, times to one song. I know you're making that up a little bit, but, damn. but I will, <laughs> that's a lot of times. Well, let me also say this about back well, in the well, day. Back in the day, it was inside. It was different. <laughs> it wasn't out there where everybody's no, walking. That's not where I was going with this. No. Nelson was a giant Bonaire dancer. Giant, our, our friend Nelly was a giant Bonaire dancer, and so he would always drag somebody up there. So I might have got okay. drug up there a few times. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? So. Got you. The difference gotcha. was he could dance. I obviously can't. He could dance. Yes. So and I can't. So yeah. Hey, we're back in the studio. Back in the studio. Here we are. Um, it do, it's not gonna it seem like it seems like we just dropped something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> little, we kind of threw the people off. Little pre-recorded there, wasn't it? <laughs> we threw the people off. <laughs> Or we'd be catching some slack for a podcast. We just taught, we we did that one weeks ago, and then we threw it out, and then yeah. I so. don't think our last podcast was a um, was a mutual thing. I think you kind of took a podcast there. Okay, we you were rolling. What? We were rolling, and I, I'm I'm going to I am going to allow that. I'm going to say I will take the blame for that. That that was my fault. Yes, yes. Um, but and we'll talk about that a little bit. Okay, just the reasoning for. 
your I, I don't know, disappearance from the podcast, but I mean just taking a little vacation in life and I think getting out. I, I and, feel like I just took a little disappearance from my life for a little bit, to be honest <laughs> with you. You know, and I'm going to sound like such a such a, uh, a wuss. <laughs> I was going to say whiny bitch, but yes. I wow. like that better. Yeah, I went with the curse word and you didn't. That's strange. You hear that, Nancy? Uh, I said anytime I say a cuss word, I'm going to say I'm going to say uh, apology to Nancy Getton every single time. So that that maybe that'll curb my cursing on here. Um, Does Nancy say that you cuss a lot on here? She, she says, says you do. Well, okay, but so I don't want I don't want to <laughs> fall in your category. <laughs> Um, you know, so here we go. I'll start with the whininess. So COVID hit, was it a year and a half ago, two years ago, whatever, with that the big lockdown. Almost two years when ago. When I had now. to shut the gym down. Yeah. So that shut down and that's stressful. And you yeah, know, I mean, you, you had I mean you it's stressful. You had no income coming in. No, I mean, well, you, a, I mean, little bit, a little bit, okay. I, there, there a some, little bit. We sent some yeah. equipment home with some people, uh, yeah. and I was charging them like five bucks a workout. So now, it wasn't really. It was very stressful to me with the unknown. Mm-hmm. But we still, I mean, the community, what they did, rallied around the, you know, the places in town with right. with the to goes was unbelievable. Right, I mean, it, unbelievable. So we were still staying afloat there. I mean, you would, <laughs> you couldn't get in. You couldn't call in. <laughs> the lines yeah. were. Yeah. yeah. But you, I mean, what, what your income, you know, went to was dramatically different. Right. Yes. And it was, I mean, it basically was nil. And then you also had the fact of like when we, when we were going to open back up, are people, are gonna, they going to rush back to come into a crowded gym? You don't, you didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, so that, and luckily I, you know how I, I live pretty simplistic, pretty minimalistic, you know, so I don't, didn't ha- you know, and I, I, I always save some money. So I wasn't like, I didn't have kids or, you know, a wife or anything like that. So, you know, I wasn't super scared, but it's, it's, it's stressful. You know, you build, like we've talked about a long time ago, you build this business up and it becomes your life. And you know what I'm saying? It's your baby. It's your, you know, you put everything into it and then you have to shut down. So you, you, you know, that was super stressful is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. And so right as we were getting ready to open back up, like the day before whatever Haley, you know, the, the, the only other employee there, she had, uh, knee surgery like like very serious knee surgery you know had had the bone gr- ground down and things like right before we opened yeah. so we opened and, and two days before that she had had the knee surgery so i don't have her so and you know, and, she, and i take probably Haley. i mean i know she's went through numerous knee surgeries mm-hmm. like if she's <laughs> i can imagine that she probably at that point i mean it was her only decision right I mean, the only thing she, yeah, she had been she lit, had and plus she had been lit, like she had blown out her knee in eighth grade she blew it out again her senior year maybe in college once also and this and she had been living with this pain for a long time yeah you know i mean saying? she's was, tough it's yeah not, i mean yeah she's way tougher than us you yes. know what i'm saying and so <laughs> yes she had lived with it a long time so you know she had to, and this but this was it was a very serious uh knee surgery which kept her out for months so you know she can't run her classes and we're about 50 50 on you know on classes and stuff we run down there and then you know just running a big circuit with everybody and by myself you know people from the gym helped out which was which was great so you know then there's that that sort she of plays a huge role in the of setting up and all that yes. how, how it runs and of course and yeah and she has her like you said she has her own classes and yeah. then so she comes back and we finally get her back and it was man it was a lot of months and even when she was back she was like wheeling around in a wheelchair couldn't really do everything so not long after she gets back then we realized that hey you know our landlord needed the space and we basically had to find a new home and everyone who's followed our podcast <laughs> knew how I was doing throughout that time. It was a bad time, you know, you know, with the frustration trying to find something and, you know, just, it, I don't know, six, eight, 10 months. It was a long process, you know, and then, you know, we, we, you know, blessed, we find a great place, but then you have all the work you have to do and there's, you know how it like doing construction and, and, and demolition. There's just, you know, the cost and, you know, just all of it, all the curveballs. Curve ball, yes. Every all time of a sudden you think it's going to be smooth. You walk in that day and it's just hell. All of a sudden every, everything dude, that could I, go wrong went wrong. I, everything you never thought was going to be even a uh, situation becomes a big situation. And, and, and I had a lot of great people helping me. Don't get me wrong, but it seemed like every day was a new 
major, I'm putting major in quotes, <laughs> major issue. It really did. Oh, this isn't going to work. The, the electric, it's not going to work. But, you know, it's always like, oh, crap. And it is a major one to you because it's your livelihood. It's your baby, like you said earlier. Yeah. And then we had to, you know, figure out the moves, moving one whole gym to another, which again, went miraculously well, all the people helping out. But you don't know. You don't know how that's going to go. I don't know how the setup's going to be. And it was just getting it going and which it all turned out okay, but it's just just all this different stressors building up, building up, building up. And I was just, I didn't, I, the last, like any significant amount of time I took off was the, like a year ago was last Christmas, you know, like five days or something like that. And I hadn't yeah. had, you know, any significant amount of time off. And, you know, this is going to make, I don't know, this, I'm always sounding narcissistic on her, but you know, one thing that kind of sets our gym apart is like people that come there, they're not just numbers. Do you know what I'm saying? I, we, myself and Haley and even, even the people there together, we establish relationships. Yeah. And I and I feel like I take on a lot of people's problems. You know, they, hey, you know, I'll take some, hey, where you been? Why haven't you been at workouts? Well, you know, I, I'm going through some bad times at home. I, I'm, I'm injured. And just, I feel like I was kind of taking on everyone else's sort of problems and needs, which I feel like I'm pretty good at, but just with everything else that was going on, on with the closings and movings and things like that i was just i just wasn't myself and, and and if i'm not if i'm fatigued and i'm exhausted and i'm not myself you know i can't be the best at my job helping other people yeah you care so much about i'm i'm gonna say customers your your clients or yeah. you're, you're, it's your family yes you yes. care so much about them and them achieving their results or getting healthy that you do take on that stuff. Yeah. And but, I don't you know, mind generally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, it's just part of you of what your experience is, right? You know, your relationship wise, but then, but also the, you know, the biggest thing that really stands out to me when I go down is the energy that you bring and you right. have to bring that day, day in and day out. It's not, a, it's a totally different situation than 99% of any other business owner or gym owner the yeah. atmosphere is you and they expect it people yeah, expect uh, it yeah. you know you know i always know when new no when off some, days when somebody you. brings a new person in and they bring them up to the board you can <laughs> tell they've already told them like hey he's gonna yell at you he's gonna blah 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 you know i can see that see it in the new person's eyes and the person who brings them they're like looking at me and looking at them like oh i can't wait to watch how he you know what i'm saying yeah, so, yeah. so it's it's kind of expected which i i like i, I generally like but you know, running the gym and running circuit and running my classes, I always say my job is to transfer my energy to the people there. It's 6 a.m. Those, those These ladies, they don't want to lift freaking heavy deadlifts on a Monday morning. Do you know what I'm saying? They don't want to do it. They're dragging. And so I can't just come in and be like, I'm exhausted too. You know what I'm saying? I got to <laughs> yeah. be like, come on, you know, and it's, I got to be, I got to be on them. And I was, I was so mentally just checked out that i just felt like i wasn't doing a good job at my at my job and and you know how it is owning your own business is great but you just never feel like you can get away from it there's always okay i'll, I'll take a break after this i'll take a break after that and you never yeah you can't if you're if you're here you're never not working or there, there's never a break if i'm at home with my my kids i'm still there's that break doesn't happen but, but you're yeah. scared to take five, six, seven days off, right? Oh, oh absolutely. Ter you yeah, know, terrified, and, yeah. Yeah, and you know, you know, I do every Christmas, I take a long break. And so, man, when it was, and you know, we added those Friday mornings where my alarm goes, you know, I leave circuit at 7.30, 8 o'clock Thursday night and have my alarm goes off at 3.45 to come back. And we added that. And I, every time since we started that, I haven't slept. Like I would literally not sleep at night. Yeah. So I got there. One morning at like 2.15 in the morning on Friday morning, I sent Haley this text. It was about five pages long. She's probably like, you little bitch. <laughs> and I was just kind of said everything I've said here. And I go, man, listen, I, I got to get out of here. I got I to gotta take off. I, I, I know it's going to be a burden on you, but please. And she's like, do it. Go. I'm, we're good. Like She's like, she's act like, oh, dude, just get out of here. It's going to be fine. Yeah. you know. So I was going to take off, and I didn't. And she's like, and I go, I might just leave tomorrow, like th that Saturday. She go. And then I chickened out. Didn't go that week. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, no, I'm going to wait. Let it get closer to Christmas. My, you know, my Mexico trip. I didn't do it. And then, you know, that next week I was just, it was even worse. And so like, go to hold Sergeant Margaret. Can you take knuckles? She's <laughs> like, sure, man. I, and I didn't know Sunday night, actually Monday morning. I didn't know where I was going to go that day. And so, so 
I was like looking into like, you know, kind of like, like, do I want to do some hiking and things like that? I looked into uh, different places and, but I ended up going to uh, Eureka Springs, Arkansas, just randomly. I like at six in the morning, I'm like, okay, that's where I'm headed. And just <laughs> went there for the week. And then I went to Mexico. So I, I missed some of my classes for like three weeks. It was felt weird and, you know, but it felt good. And I, I missed, I missed the place really badly by the time I came back. So that's how I knew it was healthy and it yeah, worked out. Oh, I was yeah. like, I can't wait to get, I was pumped to be back. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and I always think that people at the gym were like, where's he going? I can't believe he's leaving. This is, but you know what? They weren't like that. Everybody was cool. And like, Hey, you know, take care of yourself and blah, 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 blah. It, so a lot of it, me and you, especially, but business owners, you get, you get something in your head that you think other people think uh-huh like oh if you're, if you're not there oh people are gonna be like well, what, why is he not you know they're not <laughs> yeah. they all they all live life too they all have to take to breaks that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. right you yeah. know if, if i was in that situation and i went to my managers they'd say the same thing yeah bro, get out of here go <laughs> right. on vacation guy right. we got this yes and then you know the whole time i'd be thinking the same thing like what are my what are my employees thinking? What are my customers thinking? They thinking yeah. I'm I'm a wuss right now because yeah. I gotta I gotta get a break. And right. They're all like, no, we yeah. take breaks too. You know, <laughs> we go on vacation. Go. Yeah. It's yeah. You get these things talk. in your head sometimes, and it's hard hard to and talk. Talking your... about this it sounds ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, like, what do you mean you can't? Like, it's gonna <laughs> run fine without you, bud. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it was good. And you know, I went to went there for a, a week and went down to Mexico for a week. So it was, man, it was it was good. And just I came back refreshed and recharged. And you know, until I was there 20 minutes and I was ready to leave. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's still it's and like I just you know I I checked out. Like I wasn't on Facebook. I put up some stories just, but I wasn't like checking it. I, I put like auto reply on my text messages. Like it would send people, Hey, he's away from his phone, blah, 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 blah. So I really got, I that's got away from connecting. I did. And that's, that's part of like re-energizing, not, it, not checking this phone every five minutes to see if something, exactly. somebody posted or whatever. What somebody, yes. Disconnect and yes. really energize yourself. And that was probably the, I could probably just stayed home and did that and been recharged. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it was, it was great. Just kind of a little road trip. Eureka Springs is like five hours away. It was a great town, kind of hidden little gym. And so gym g-e-m not g-y-m so yeah it was good and we we talked about this um while you weren't in a state of mind to understand it at the time um and it's obviously it's always looking back and you can make a you know a better decision but Mm -hmm. we had talked about it because i was in the same situation the stress of getting the brick house the new part opened up um and a lot of that you're coming out of you know we had covid um obviously our, our sales weren't the same as what they were. I mean, they, they were, it was unbelievable what happened during to go, like to go sales, like I said, but with the whole shutdown, open up, shut down, open up what the, what they kept doing to us, our sales weren't ever the same, but then we opened up the patio and we did get a boost, but shoot, all of a sudden you got one day of rain and you get no sales, you <laughs> right. know? Um, so it was up and down. It was a very stressful time. And then, and then we go straight into construction from COVID straight into construction, similar to you. Um, and it's, I'm not a construction guy. You're not a construction guy. <laughs> not even a little. Um, it's, it's looking back at it was, is I'm so thankful that I did it or got the opportunity to do it and, and be so hands-on about it because you learn so much. But I'm mean, so stressful. Every day, a new, you know, you just come in. It can never be smooth with construction. There's no. always something. I don't know how people in the, that industry and that business, if you're like a general <laughs> contractor, I don't yeah. know how they deal with it. Yeah, and, that's, you know? and that's what I was here, basically. Yeah. Um, juggling, you know, all contractors. Yeah. And then, so, I mean, at this point, I mean, I'm, it's just bill coming in and, and just pay, pay, pay. Yeah. And we're, we're open up on the one side. But we had taken out a few of our tables. Nobody was really rushing in, you know, like it was before. Um, I didn't lay anybody off. So, I mean, it was just, you're watching that. <laughs> you're watching your money. Your bottom line. Going, yeah, <laughs> going down, down, down. So it really starts to wear on you. And mine was, how quickly can we open up? And then we had to shut down the entire place for like two weeks because there was construction that we had to do that we mm-hmm. just couldn't be open with. And as soon as we got done, it's like, to me, we couldn't open up any faster, but the stress of it all looking back, you know, I wish I would have taken 
Okay, it's all done. We got everything set up. We're ready to unlock the doors. Let's take a few days at least. Yeah. You know, looking, I wish I would have because you go into it so stressed out. You don't enjoy the moment almost. Right. And we had talked about it a little bit in here just because of where your mindset was. Like, man, I'm telling you, Todd, don't rush it. Right. But you feel like you got no other choice. Like, you have to. And, you know, I think both of us can look back and say, man, we learned from that. Definitely. Like, listen to your, like, mentally, I think me and you both are like, when we start to get mentally drained or fatigued, like, we think we can push through that. (laughs) Right. You know, we're just, uh, no, mind over matter type people. And at some point, you got to grow up and kind of listen to yourself and be like, no, I'm not myself right now. I need a few days. I need a week. And with all that stress that it, you know, it, that you put on yourself, really, just of, of, of doing something at that magnitude, it, take a couple of days, you know, is what we both should have done. But And we would, we would give that advice to other people. Absolutely. I'm yeah. an advice giver. And yeah. I would tell people, hey, take, you know what I'm saying, take some time. And I, I think... That you are like this with your staff because you you have a lot of employees and I'm with this with my clients. Uh, like we feel like they depend on us. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like when I'm going and taking a break, like I'm sort of letting them down. Do you know what I'm saying? And and I know with you, like when you take some time off or you shut down or something, you're worried about your employee because they their their incomes, you know how they provide for their family comes from your business. Do yeah, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it's it's never. So much about me, I, I, I sound like I'm, I don't know what I'm trying to be here, but it, it, I'm always worried about my people. That's who I'm worried about. I'm letting yeah. them down or what are they going to do without me? Or, you know what I'm saying? You know, they depend on me and here I just take off and leave them, yeah. you know? Yeah, I, I understand it because you, the health and the well-being of other people is your business and you right. take it extremely serious. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I totally understand that. And I know people like who have just started coming or people who depend on pride to, for their mental health and that things like, well, as long as they're physical, I'm like, well, if I leave, are they going to fall off? Are yeah. they going to fall off? If I'm gone for three weeks and I'm like, you know what, are they, they going to fall off and go back to their old ways Todd, and things like Todd that? Todd isn't there to hold me accountable. So I'm going to go back <laughs> eating like crap. Not that's how I gym. look yeah. at it. They're, <laughs> yeah. they're like, the gym's still here, bud. It's not you. It's the freaking gym. <laughs> but yeah, it worked out great. Got better back just in time for you know right right after christmas back in time for new year's you know the you know new year's resolutions and things like that so it's good man i feel good i feel really good you know a little pep in my step new year's resolutions yeah let's get into that a little bit okay do you like that term you know what and most gym people and fitness people will say will hate it they hate it they hate the new year's resolutions and i always call them new year's resolutionists you like that? I made that up. I've used that on Pride a few times. New Year's resolutionists. I sh- I'm not shocked. Yeah, write that down. Uh, <laughs> but I do like it. I do like it. I, uh, do I think you should base your life on it and just let like the last six months of a year fall out just because, oh, at New Year's, I'm going to start this? No, I don't think you should do that. I watched my gym. The, the, the attendance always goes down around in November and December on the holidays because people are just like, you know what? I'm going to start fresh as New Year's. I don't like that part of it. Yeah. But what I do like is New it's, it's like a Monday. It's like, a, it's like, you know what? Fresh start. Here we go. I'm going to make changes. You know what I'm saying? Maybe people don't stick to all these changes, but maybe they stick to like uh, 20% of those changes. Well, they got, they got better, you know? So that, that's what I like. All good points. Mm-hmm. I've never been a New Year's resolution guy. I uh-huh. don't never in my life have I went, I'm going to make a New Year's resolution. Okay. This but, year, I'm doing this different or whatever. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. But you don't say it like that, but you're like, you know what? When this year, I, you don't actually pro, you know. Okay. And okay. And proclaim and, it. But, absolutely. And I don't think I've ever really, though, been like, you know what? I'm going to do something different going into the new year, mm-hmm. like diet or something like that. The, the, I've never looked at the new year as a Monday or a, a new starting point. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I've just never looked at it that way. Um, and I was, I was in like towards November, December, I, I was doing all right diet wise, working out fine, but I was, I was, hate, I almost cussed Nancy. <laughs> I see, I Nancy almost, Getton, see the reach that you have, <laughs> Nancy Getton. You, you, you've, you've helped Ross out. You don't, you've only met one time, but I, I hated working out. And, and a few, a few of my buddies, I'd said it to a, a few times, like, 
I, I don't know what it is right now. I'm, I'm in the gym mm-hmm. and my mindset. So I hate just going through the motions, right just going through the motions. So this year for the first time, I, I did it, it have, towards the end of December, halfway through December. I said, I am going to start studying some stuff, just researching some different things maybe that I haven't done before or whatever. And I am going to start over mm-hmm. for New Year's like a New Year's resolution. I, 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 was, I, I was like, you didn't want to use that word. You were trying <laughs> to say it in a different way than saying New Year's resolution. So but. how I'm looked at is I'm going to, I mean, I'm making a change for different results physically mm-hmm. and mentally. Mindset. I haven't listened to, here's a small one. I haven't listened to music when I work out in years. I mean, every once in a while, I'll, I'll I'll listen to a little music. So what do you listen to? Do you have headphones I, on? No. You grew I up the freaking to, leisure world without headphones yeah, on. I used wow. to. I wow. used to listen to pod. I, I went from music to podcast to nothing. Okay. And and for years I loved it, and it, I I would just be there with my thoughts, mm-hmm. as, as dumb as it may sound. I mean, seriously, almost like when you go on a far car ride and you listen to no music. Yeah, so like I, I love doing that now. I, I see what you were doing. What you were doing is you're going to the gym. You're like, you know what? As I'm in here lifting, I'm going to listen to podcasts. I'm going to learn. I'm going to blah, 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 blah. But I think that's the wrong way to do it. That's you know what, what I'm saying? Because you I... can't not so into the workout because you're you're partially into the podcast and that, and you're yeah. partially into your workout. And I'm talking, I haven't listened to music. I'm to, I'm, it may be five, six, seven years. <laughs> wow. I'm not yeah. talking about like a year or something. It's been a very long time. And so then I stopped with the podcast mm-hmm. and for the last few years or so, I, I just, my, I'm going in there. It's me and my thoughts. I think about my business. I think about my family. I just think about things that it's just me, me time. And so one thing I'm starting, I'm, I'm listening to music. I'm, I'm turning it up. It's loud. It's, it's, it's whatever, but I'm listening to music now. I've, <clears throat> I've went down, I've, and I give all the credit to you on this. As Whoa! You, as no, much, well, hold on, stop. I got to write this down. Write it down. So as much as I, I take notes in my phone as far as basically what I need, a to-do list is basically what I do. I'll, I'll take down a to-do list. I'll put down some notes of some things maybe to go look up later or whatever. But as far as like in the last few years, never have a diet really to like really that's on my fridge that I'm following that uh-huh. I've written down. And so, but you're, you're, I mean, but you get on cause you're a great eater. I wish I had more of your eating discipline that, but, but I wanted something that I'm, that I'm sticking to, to motivate me, I guess mm-hmm. that I see every day. Gotcha. So, so what I decided to do is I'm going to make a change for different results, mindset. And so I'm writing things down. So I've written my diet down that I'll share a little bit. Um, so my goal is to eat six times a day. Okay. So you're, you're, you're giving it the diet giving, right now. I'm I like this. It. I like so this. I, I, I took a lot of the carnivore. Okay. So my you diet did so I'm, well on yeah. that. And I'm, so I'm going, I'm going a high protein diet. Okay. And, but I lost so much weight so quickly, like on the carnivore diet that I definitely, I have to throw in some carbs. So basically I wake up every day. And, and I want to start getting a, a little more shredded. My main goal is getting shredded and putting on muscle mass. So I'm waking up every day and I'm going a, pro, a whey protein shake. You, two scoops you, soon right as you wake off up? the bat. Okay. Yep. No. <clears throat> so it's not milk. It's, it's water. Two scoops. With that, I got, got these from a buddy. Um, no, I'll just I'll just go down the I'll go down the diet list. So I'm going to a double protein shake. Then so that's usually about six thirty ish or so. And then my next meal, everything comes within about three to four hours. My next meal is eggs. It's been about in the range about five. Now if I go out and stop somewhere to eat, it's like three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but, but somewhere like like a, a five, six, something in that ballpark. When I'm at home, just making them, and it's some kind of meat. If it's bacon, if it's sausage, if it's something like that, I I know during the carnivore, I I try not to do bacon or sausage, but I l- fucking love it. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. so so I'm doing the bacon or sausage with it. So it's always eggs and some meat. 
Then a few hours later, this is my two main meals. I guess it's, it's always a protein. So I've been going chicken, steak, fish, and then I'm going vegetables almost so far. I think every time I've went vegetable with this meal right here. Um, so it's a salad. It's been broccoli. It's been green beans. It's been a bunch of, it's been a tomato chopped up and put on. Mm -hmm. Um, so some kind of, some kind of protein and then a vegetable. Then I'll get my workout in is, is where it's been falling here lately. About what time is your workout? So I'll leave up here. I go get my daughter at four. And then so I usually I ride into the gym. At like 4.35? Yeah. Wow, I grew up at Leisure World prime time. So I've been working on almost everything in my garage. Oh, yeah. You got a nice little setup now. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'll have that. Protein shake. Um so I have my protein, then I have another protein shake as soon as I work out. Then for dinner, it's again, it's a mixture of chicken, fish, steak. And this one I've thrown in recently more fruits. So this one's either a vegetable or fruits. And I've been going like a lot of berries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I, I always do. Blueberries, strawberries. I, yes, big yep. on those. Any kind of berries is what I've been eating. And I, and I eat quite a bit of them. Mm. Um, and then... So, okay. So then did a little research. I don't know if this is any better. I used to always do the, um, the slow digesting protein before I go to bed. Casein. Um, yes. Used to always did that. I've switched that up this, this time around and I'm doing a thing called Fortigen and it's an anabolic protein replacement. It's, it's basically an amino acid and they claim that it's a more a better it's the best digestible usable protein supplement than like standard whey or mm -hmm. casein so i've switched that up i i don't know if that's i don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing yet jury's still out on that so basically i'll run it down quick so i'm waking up every morning with a protein shake a couple hours later eggs and some kind of meat then i go high protein some kind of meat with the vegetable usually been been a salad I'm working out, protein shake. Then I'm getting another high-protein fruit meal, and then I've been doing this amino acid supplement protein shake for a bit. I mean, so you're probably under, you're probably like 20 grams of carbs a day, maybe? Yeah, so depending on how I feel on that protein shake, um, I've done this probably about half the days on the protein shake after I work out. Mm -hmm. I'll throw in a blender and I may throw in some berries, oats, and right. protein, depending on how I feel throughout the day. In the morning, it seems it's weird. In the morning, I can, carbs don't, I don't even think about a carb. Mm -hmm. Usually after that workout, I'm kind of, okay. Body wants <laughs> that. Body wants yeah. it. Um, and it's probably a great time to get a lot of them in right there. So you're not getting any potatoes, no rice. I haven't been doing potatoes or rice. Now, I've done a vitamin rotation. And I've written this down. I've been doing a, a grass-fed beef organ and beef liver. <laughs> um, and it's by, it's called Ancestral. I did a little research. A buddy of mine's been taking them. That's where I got them from. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't say I feel a difference. And I've been doing it about a month now. So, But I'm, I'll give that a few months. Um, totally something I've never tried. Then at lunch, I do a vitamin D, K2, and a zinc. It's a... It's a it's a it's a vitamin together, like not separate. It's, it's gotcha. look them up. It's one it's one pill, and then before bed I do a magnesium. Um, doing, Everyone should take magnesium. Yeah, I was doing pill form, and now I'm doing powder form in the magnesium. I made some rules for myself. <clears throat> didn't want to get two seventy five hard, but I did want to set some rules. Uh huh. Leg day starts every workout cycle every week. So your first workout of the week is legs. Is legs gotcha. every time. So that way I can't skip. How's it. my leg curl machine working out? Love for it. You? <laughs> it's really really brought the gym together. <laughs> no drinking alcohol. Now I want I want to. I'm not. I don't shoot. I went all the way until last Friday in January without drinking. Mm -hmm. So until we drink Friday. So yeah. I've cut back on it. I'm not. I'm not drinking all the time. But absolutely no drinking alcohol unless you've worked out. <laughs> that day that day that so day. i have not worked out yet today so i couldn't have i couldn't drink gotcha I'd have to, ha, that's a rule um 
third rule, no candy, no soda, no ice cream, nothing in that nature. Which is so, which, which impresses me about you is because like you got three freaking kids over there. Yeah. And dude, you got goldfish and whether and like just fruit roll-ups and whatever kids eat these days, just all over the place. I mean, super easy to get in a bad eating rut at home with kids. Yeah. Every it's time I go harder, over, but. every time I go over to uh uh every time I go over to your house, like I just start looking through cabinets and stuff <laughs> because I, I don't have the stuff at my house, yeah. but I know you guys do. And my last rule is I must rotate between abs slash core and posture exercises. So if today I'm doing legs and I'm with legs at the end of it, I would do an ab workout tomorrow. If I'm doing back, I'm doing a posture workout at the end of it. And it's basically the posture workout is a lot of more shoulder exercises that's strengthening different parts. Are you of using bands or some of the exercises are bands. Mm -hmm. Some of them are 10 pound dumbbells and some of them are just like where you're, I use nothing and mm -hmm. it's just different rotations. Ross is currently doing yoga in our studio right now. It's similar. <laughs> similar. So I, I, I feel like I got some different kind of, I go to the chiropractor every once in a while and some different posture, just I don't, maybe it's posture, maybe it's bad shoulders. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But, did some research and I'm going to give us a, like, so I'm planning on doing all this stuff through March. So like three straight months of living by this. Gotcha. Now you don't have night. You know, like you said a little bit of the 75, but like you have, do you put things like on the reading or listening to podcasts or anything like that on your plan? No, I'm listening to music during those. Well, times. I mean, no, no, I don't mean to work out, but yeah, no, I didn't put any of that stuff. I just came up with some four rules that I, I want that I knew I could follow yeah. But and just workout wise, not yeah. we're not talking. Yeah, good. yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I, you know, I love the music switch. I'm kind of jealous of that because I always listen to music when I work out. But I like how you have it. And now you're throwing it back in. It's probably char. It's probably supercharged your workout. Been it's been a, a, a noticeable. Difference. What, what do you listen to when you work out? Like what genre? Uh, mostly rap. Mostly rap, like yeah. old school rap. Old school. Where are we rap. Go? We're going all the way back to NWA. Are we going? We going? We get. There's a little. Where, where are we at? Kanye. Whatever. Kanye. Drake. Drake has a lot of a lot of good workout workout songs. songs. Yeah. He actually and, has and, like a song called Workout or yeah. something. Eminem, Fifty Cent, and uh, my favorite. Okay. Young Jeezy. I, I when working out. I couldn't even name a song by Young Jeezy, but I probably know one. But yeah. So you, you know when I work out. I listen and I listen to like love songs, like ballads when I work out. No wonder you need a mental break. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like those songs, they just make me mad. You know what I'm saying? I swear. To, and then do you know, do you know Henry? Rollins? I actually have quoted Henry Rollins on here before. And actually I've always done that. And I was like, ah, oh, this is so weird. I don't, I don't think anyone else does. And then I, I actually, I saw Henry Rollins one time, an article by him. He's like, yeah, I listen to love ball. Like, one I know one other person does it. Sometimes Haley will walk into the gym and like to be something like something like some love song is like, what are you listening to? Now she's just used to it, but like you are the only exception. Like just freaking wuss ass gay freaking love songs. It's weird. <laughs> I know, but it gets me going. It gets me going. Um you know, we kinda it, it, staying on this subject is you know i i'd re-put up those things because i do that daily task list like to win the day thing and i'd made a couple solo podcasts about different things like that next i had a lot of people reach out about it this time and when i was on a little sabbatical when i was driving to eureka springs i put on uh i think marburger might have mentioned this book in atomic habits and it was funny it's very similar to like what i do except he's just a lot smarter and he's able to explain <laughs> things and he's able to give you research on the things. And, and, and man, it was, that's, I highly recommend that book. I think I put it on Facebook and a couple of people started reading it, but yeah, atomic habits. And it's, it's very much similar to what I'm doing, you know, and what I've been kind of thinking about doing and is like starting a group. So, you know, like the daily task, you know, I'm just, maybe I'll start with some people at pride and just like, you know, like meet, you know, once a week, 
you know, once every two weeks and start a little group and everybody has like, okay, these are your tasks for the week. And everybody comes in. It's kind of a group to kind of hold everybody accountable. Would this be a new year's resolution type thing that I mean, did you just decide, Hey, this is what I want to do this year. Or have you been thinking about this? In a I've been thinking about it a long time. And so, you know, since I did, I don't know, last year I did that, that like solo podcast with like to win the day and things like that. So yeah. now I'd like to just like start it, form a group, you know, of people that want to meet, you know, like I said, once a week, once or twice a week and we have these daily tasks and then we set goals and we just have different challenges and things like that you know like one of my things on the you've seen on there is like do something hard every week and we've talked yeah. about that before and like it might be a 24-hour fast it might be taking an ice bath and maybe we just give a challenge out to people like okay this week on wednesday everyone does a like a 24-hour fast or just something like that just it's great doing things like this and i had a ton of people reach out or send me like their list that they made but then who's going to hold them accountable so you're going to start a group where yes. you guys do this and you hold each other accountable yes. for it. now yeah. is this is this people that go to pride is i think this, i'll start with uh, that i think i'll start with that like put it in a little fit club page and then go from there see how it works and i might even i, I looked into that atomic habits book and there's like study guides you could get so maybe we do it as a as a sort of a book club sort of thing you know just kind of following that book or whatever the the, the study guide on that that's a so, badass idea i, like I, I would love and you know what and selfishly I, i'm like oh i'm gonna do this for the people and help them out blah blah blah, blah for blah. the people for the it's people all about but the really people. it's gonna it's <laughs> i need someone to keep me accountable too do you yeah. know what i'm saying so um yeah and that's what and i, and I think we're both on the same the same level here where i'm 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 taking a page out of your book i'm writing things down to hold myself accountable yeah. so now what did, you, did you the, get a, did you get a little journal what did you get so i got a whiteboard oh and it's just on the fridge okay um and now you're taking another step farther where you are now writing things down gonna form a group so everybody's holding yeah and i picture we're just sort of in not a classroom setting but i don't i don't and we have a big white board and we just kind of you know have you know you know different different uh points we hit each week did you really like think that. whiteboard or did you just take my idea for this what i'm using <laughs> <laughs> you can yeah you can have it if you want <laughs> yeah thank you for the whiteboard idea <laughs> we don't have fifty thousand of them floating down the gym <laughs> anyway so man so you're a new year's resolution it's good glad to hear it <laughs> I'll give you another oh, week. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we got some big news. We got some more. I, I feel like people are like going to get sick of like this new studio podcast news. I don't think this is big news. I think we already dropped the big news. I, we just edited our big news. Yeah. Okay. Did we even, I don't even know. Did we even say that we, where we were putting the new studio? Did we? We did. We yep. did. Yep. So we've now a, changed it. We've now had a change of plans. Um, I want to talk about we're bring, we're about to bring in a guest, um, and he's he's played a big role in this. Um, I'm going to bring it up to him and ask him a few questions about the timing of your decision. Okay, I think okay. he started to get the ball rolling a little bit, and then you kind of threw <laughs> this idea out there. So I, I mean, dude, if there was a last hour, a last second, a it, it couldn't have been. Like, no, I, I think we went past that. But anyway, so um, <laughs> joining us today. Um, <laughs> Don Brown. What's Don. up, my man? <laughs> Vlad a dork. <laughs> Good afternoon, gentlemen. So I'll, I'll just go right back to that. So you had you had joined, quick story, you, you had, we had talked to you a little bit. You were interested in starting a podcast. Me and Todd had had this idea. We were going to move our, we are going to make a little studio. Um, <clears throat> and so the three of us had walked through it a few times. We, we've started coming up with ideas. I felt like you may even have started ordering stuff. <laughs> you were, we were, you guys were starting construction. Was it yesterday? And then Todd comes out of nowhere and says, "Hey, we're not, we're not doing construction tomorrow." Then all of a sudden, the next morning, he said, "New podcast room. We're moving." <laughs> had you ordered anything? Funny story. <laughs> so I've been talking to Todd about a podcast probably twelve to eighteen months, following your guys's uh, podcast. And, you know, that kind of led to the conversation we had about you guys constructing a new studio. Well, I'm the real estate guy. You brought me in. We looked at what we had to do to demo, how we're going to build it out. And that was going to be my job, as the three of us know. So I'm Todd was going to be the helper on the I demo. Am the great, according to Justin Brown, construction guy, I am the greatest laborer on the planet. <laughs> 
So I'm going to fully utilize the greatest laborer on the planet. Why wouldn't you? Work me. Why, why would? So we keep scheduling appointments, and he keeps having things to do. No, nope, can't do that. Can't do that. I don't really want to do it on the so weekends. Not, not so the best scheduler. The ske- well, we, we were <laughs> trying labor. to schedule going on two months, <laughs> and I finally, we called again, went over, looked through the demo, rescoped it, made a list of what I needed to order, and... By the way, all during that time, there were some ideas of other locations that he wasn't really sold on, just so you know. Okay. Full disclosure. <laughs> He's not looking at me very happily right now. I know I didn't know what you were talking about. but So we do all that. You know, there's flooring. Um, the HVAC was the big cost. I spend about, oh, five, six grand. <laughs> Get everything coming. <laughs> You know, it's ordered. It's on the way. <laughs> Literally four because, hours after, you know, the credit card <laughs> transaction's clear. I, hey, you know, I've just been thinking, and I really think my location that I have in my head is better than the one that you just spent five grand for material for. And I think we both agree it is. But where, where was this idea months ago? I don't know. For I don't sure. know where it is. So, because I, I thought that you'd ordered, because you sent me a text saying, hey, I need a, I need a shipping address, and you're like, hey, I'll keep you informed, it's ordered. Correct. <laughs> we are stuck with the flooring. <laughs> I, know, I think the flooring's coming. The HVAC, I think we have turned around, but... Well, uh, if there's a truck with a lift gate shows up in about two weeks, you don't in, know nothing. You don't know nothing. You know, kind of kind of rewinding on this a little bit is so we had finished up podcasting that one day and then Don came in and I was going to go over and show him the work we wanted to do on the new studio where we going to move the studio. Before I took him over there, I put him on the microphone. I put headphones on him and let him start talking to kind of see what he could fit. And Don, Don talks for about two minutes and he goes, I was born for this. <laughs> <laughs> then I knew I had him hooked, and I took him over and said, "Well, okay, we have to make this into a podcast studio." But so we're going to move it down to the uh, the Thunderdome, down to the like in the old showroom part, and it just makes sense. It just it it screams studio. It looks like a studio, and just has a, a much better vibe to it. Not as much work. Not as, no. I mean, hardly any work, yeah. actually. Um, but, you know, when you walk into that space and think about it from a podcast studio perspective, there's there's already mounts in the corner where a camera would go. The outlets are in the right places. Uh, it's just got a good feel yeah. for, for a studio space. And with that, there's a temporary wall. And if we needed to expand it or if we actually wanted to put in like a smaller little studio that we wanted to rent out or something like that. So there's there's other options. The, so. the thing I don't like that Todd loves is there's a window in the door and a window into the room. And I, you know, as I'm on the front side of thinking about how I'm going to do my own podcast, people looking, staring in at me while I'm doing it. I just, I'm not, you guys are a little more comfortable. He's all fired up. Oh, people can watch me. Yeah. Before you got here, he brought up, hey, you know, like, we could have people looking in the window. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I just let him go on. And I'm like, oh, okay, dude, God. I hate that idea. Well, you know, like on the what on ESPN, where they that game day. This and is those a guys, fucking game day. Time. Those guys, <laughs> when they're, they're recording with Corsco or what are those guys' names? They're like on a campus and like there's people like holding signs. We could have them outside the windows, <laughs> like a Good Morning America or whatever that show yeah. is. You know, the Don sucks. I got a big sign. <laughs> Why'd you bring him on and things like that? You know, Todd, will you go out with me? A big sign, somebody saying that. You know, I'm, I'm picturing it. Yeah. I, I can, I can picture that happening. <laughs> the crowd, the pandemonium. Okay, okay. Um, back to our guests. Let's. Uh, so, what? Uh, what are? What's your podcast going to be about? What's? What are your ideas? I've always wanted to do something related to real estate. So I've been a real estate guy in some form or fashion pretty much my whole career. Um, and most recently, I've started retail production, which you both know, you know finding your building. and, and um, Thank you. Thank you again. Hey, on the air. Solidified. <laughs> I got it. There I, it is. I, can we get that one clip? I want it. That's going to be my ringtone for time. <laughs> Uh, um, I mean, just to, just to, before you go any further, I mean, I, Don was so instrumental in finding the, the 
but we got the best place we could have ever gotten. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he was instrumental in that. And we also, and selling part of our parking lot to the people next door. I couldn't have done any of that on my own. So anyway, there's your little, that, hand, yeah. there's your hand job for the day. So it's a great story. It should be a podcast on, you know, yeah, one, maybe. one of my episodes, yeah. maybe. Um, so, you know, with that, I've, I've had some experience with short-term rental. Like every time that comes up in vacation markets, people want to know a lot more about it, how it works, what's the income look like you know, all the stuff on the business side. Um, but you go through all these real estate topics. There's a lot of information out there in the world. And just kind of with what I know, with the people I interact with, the questions I get, I thought it would be kind of a good platform to talk about those issues. Uh, and then also, like you guys have done, had people on the show that are local. I thought I would have local people on, maybe some of the same people, hopefully, and talk to them about their real estate lives and how those decisions were made, the roadblocks they ran into. And just, you know, it's not an HGTV show, but some of the cool things about HGTV that everybody loves in real estate, just put some content around that uh, and have a local flair with it. So what he's doing, Ross, is the number one, uh, the number one thing you're supposed to do when you have a podcast is have a niche, which our show absolutely has none. <laughs> Which is Zero. how you're supposed to get listeners and how, how you build up viewership and all this. Don's is going to have a niche, unlike ours. It's like the Seinfeld of podcasts. When you, when you go it's about in, nothing. When you go in to set up your podcast and stuff, it, it asks, you know, it says, you know, what is your podcast? It gives you a whole bunch of categories, health. Real estate, whatever, blah 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 blah. Me and Todd's like, all the way down, <laughs> other, all the way back, other, just uh, click on other. <laughs> but that is, I mean, uh, to to market a podcast and things like that, you have that corner, you have that niche. I think it, it is easier to market towards towards that and get and probably get a a crowd outside of just right here, you know. So I, I mean, people in in Oklahoma could listen to your podcast and learn things about real estate. Nobody want, no, wants to know what the hell Eric Vandiver is doing that lives in Oklahoma. <laughs> right, Ross? <laughs> that's, that's right. Well, and you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in due diligence of professionals I work with. And I think it's a good way. Like I'm, I am in retail production, so it's a good way to people say, does this guy know what he's talking about? You know, is he a real estate guy? Um, would I, would I use him? I think it's a good validation tool for people to, tune into things they're interested in and also get to know me a little bit. The other thing, not just local flair though, what Todd and I have talked a little bit about is, you know, I've had some corporate real estate positions in larger real estate companies and, you know, I've got a network of folks throughout the country that I can bring in for special topics um, that I think would be cool too, that you just don't hear, you know, Bethalto, Illinois, yeah. you don't hear a lot of those people in their perspectives on the real estate world. So I kind of, want to bring that into it a little and, bit too and i don't want to get into your whole credentials and your resume and blah 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 right now but the thing i think will be great about your show like your real estate show is like you've been a slumlord <laughs> I mean, you know what i'm saying he's been, <laughs> been a slumlord but you've also you've sold you know you've also brokered like multi-million dollar deals do you know what i'm saying commercial wise so you've done everything in real estate you know what i'm saying so that's that's where i think you'll you'll be an expert in so many different categories some people say i have an eclectic background uh -huh. i like to see i have vast experience ah gotcha however you want to bullshit it but <laughs> <laughs> you can but that's what i think will be cool about it is you'll be able to hit i remember like when you kind of got out of the chemical engineer business and you, you had like 50 properties or something like that and i remember like just you running around changing toilet. I can always remember your, your one thing was about you changing toilet rings. Do you know what I'm saying? And then, well, real estate's sexy. It's always been sexy. And I get a lot of people, especially at that point when I had quite a bit of rental property, people, you know, how did you get into it? How do I get my first piece of property? How to, how to, how to, how to. Mm -hmm. And I said, Hey, as long as you understand it's a part-time job. And on Christmas Eve at 6 PM, when you sit down to have dinner with your family, Somebody broke the wax ring on their toilet. <laughs> they like flop down in a lazy boy and that thing is leaking and you're going to have to go fix the toilet on Christmas Eve. It's, Just know that that's part of the job. It's it's such a sexy side job or job or whatever until you're in it. Until you're until you're knee deep in some fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Literally. <laughs> Quick story on that topic. Uh -huh. I had a house, won't tell you where it's at, had to evict the folks. They poured concrete oh. in the sewer lines. 
the floor drains, everything was concreted shut. And they still, it took me six months to get them out. They six, lived there for six wild. months oh. after they concreted in the sewer line. It had a basement. And when I finally got back in the property, the basement was full. Wow. That's, basement that's basement property. slash latrine. Yes. <laughs> and I quickly made a phone call to a guy I know and said, here's what I'll give it to you for. And I'm <laughs> never going in there again. <laughs> but yeah, but with that, like, like, like I said, you doing that, I mean, you've brokered million dollar deals, right? Right. Like in commercial properties and things like that. You've been, you know, with rubbed elbows with the, you know, you've been up there with CEOs and things like that. And you're a consultant for some, for some real estate businesses now. Right. So, you know, we're, thank you for not getting into my history, but you just got into my history. <laughs> um, you know, from the podcast perspective, um, the, the title, and I, you know, I wasn't going to say that, but it's real estate versus everyone. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I like that. And love a little it. bit of flair from, from the guy sitting at the table here, but, you know, it, there, there's the verses in there, which... And that comes from, you know, everybody asks, how do I do this? How do, it real estate's this daunting thing a lot of times for people. But then, you know, in the back of my mind, the undertone of every conversation I have, I think, in the podcast, because there's going to be some kind of investment flair with it, too, mm-hmm. is real estate always wins. <laughs> That's, I like and that. I think, you know, you couple the – and from that experience and, and being in those situations and talking to those people, I mean, real estate – you know, I, I've had experience in the in the stock market and all that stuff too. And you never know where everything's going. But you know, we're not making any more real estate. God's not making any more ideal corners for commercial development. Like there, it's a it's a finite mm-hmm. entity that's out there. Which obviously, I get a little passionate. I like it. So I can't wait. No, I really excited. can't wait. I'm excited. I'm very excited. Before we get out of here, I want to know um, when do you guys think we're making this move? How long? I mean, because I mean, we, we announced a while ago, we're 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 moving, we're we're doing this new studio. I remember like two two we're years. Still sitting in my, we're still like sitting in my year, office. I remember like two years ago, you and I had a few drinks on the podcast, and we went over to your office over there. Remember that? <laughs> I have a video of that. Um, I don't. Me and Don looked at it. I mean, we need to do some some noise uh, reduction in there. Some maybe some some soundboards on the walls and maybe on the floors. And uh, I mean, I think one thing big, and we'll probably have to find someone to help us, is the equipment moving. You know what I'm saying? We have to move these mics, get a computer down there. I mean, really, moving the equipment's the only the only really big thing. Everything else, I, I mean, acoustic wise, is what we're going to have to figure out. But what do we what do we do about those windows? My answer to you is it depends on you. Oh, <laughs> I think this the show as we set here today could be in that space. But the limiting factor to actually doing it is to get a, we're talking about getting a table made to fit mm-hmm. the space. So if we want a custom table, then it's the timeline to get a custom table. Other than that, everything but we goes could, in. But we could throw something in there right now. We, so we, it's ready to go where we could be in there. Wi-Fi, we have to get Wi-Fi. Yep, it's, I, I think it's it's ready to go. You know, the, the road noise from through the windows is, you know, directly out to the main road. And people that don't know that are listening to this, one whole, like, I, I mean, three quarters of the place is giant windows facing out towards the uh, highway. So, you know, the it's obviously very sensitive equipment that we're sitting in the room yeah. with. I just don't personally, haven't been part of many podcasts, how that can sounds tell. going to be <laughs> picked up, um, you know, in the background and those kind of things. It, so I, I think you try one without the panels and then see how much we need to do. Yeah. It sucks to take away all that light. Because it, it is a really cool aspect of it. Yes, yes, and hopefully it won't happen. We, who yeah. knows? Like you said, these mics that we have here are very, as you found out, they're very sensitive. You just tap the table and you can hear it. Now, I don't know what it's going to be like from you know farther away. Because yeah. you know how it is when we get away from them now, you can't heal very well. But a tap on the table sounds like a gunshot. So yeah. we'll see. So, that yeah, you've got the table that you want to work from, but that could be a temporary table that's not the end design. Um, then what? There's some, I think, some equipment coming that are going to add some additional features to what you can do. Uh, maybe a camera so people can watch as well as listen in the future. Don't know how soon that might come. But it depends on, you know, lead time on that equipment. But really the limiting factor is the table. Yeah. Otherwise, she's ready to go, unlike the other space we were talking about. Justin Brown, Brown Dog, Brown Dog Art and Designs. Is that, is that where you're going? Yeah. Hell yeah. 
So get it custom made, microphones, wires, things like that. So hook us up, Justin Brown. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I'm excited. I'm very excited. All right, well, it's excited we got, again. We got the carpet squares on the way. <laughs> That's going to help. <laughs> Sound, let's get those babies We might have down. a few, we might have a few extra. <laughs> we might have a few extra carpet squares. <laughs> uh well this was fun well, right. i don't know you didn't our opening song was uh was uh paradise by the dashboard lights because as you saw meatloaf died rest in peace don has nothing nothing I, to add to that I, me i didn't have much to add either no yeah. i'm speechless <laughs> <laughs> doesn't happen very very often for, for other reasons well you should try it more often oh, thanks for stopping by today uh give us your insight on the new studio um no problem. Thank you for having me. I appreciate to uh, share my my new podcast coming. I'm I'm excited about about that. And I always wondered what the inside of uh, your studio looked like here. <laughs> I can't yes. wait to get you bums out of here, <laughs> Todd. It's as always. It's been a pleasure. You know what we didn't mention? I, I can't believe. It. Hold on. I, I'm wearing the new Eat Say Live Apparel Ross. I can't believe you didn't bring it up. I, I can't. Well, I, I was wearing it. I thought you would. So anyway, that, we got we got some shirts. That's new. We got some shirts. We have some Eat, Say, Live shirts with our logos on them. So this might be our last show in here if things move fast. Maybe. Maybe we usually go every two weeks. I mean, yeah, I'll miss it. <laughs> Especially our time in here during quarantine. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, this has been the Eat, Slay, Live podcast. And we are the Locksecutioners. Slay on, brother. Slay on. <laughs>